At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. One of those idiots who believe in analytics. Our number two of a numbers game at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Fubo, Sling, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. All proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. It's Gil Alexander. Jeff Parlay, producer number five and eight, is here as well. Jeff, uh, contemplating basketball bets back there. We'll see how he plays the uh, the Raptors and the Sixers. I've got Raptors pre-flop. We get tweets at meeting the book, The Better Life, Tim Lawson. Good to know that uh, Jason Weingarten is coming up so I can start opening my 20 account tabs now <laughs> for getting all his bets logged. Uh, let's see here. This is from David Simpson. Shares the first five uh, near even money today. Doesn't he figure to be one guy who could make it that far? We were thinking, we were talking about that earlier. We, w- we would think that'll be an interesting referendum on how long uh, they're willing to take a guy who's as uh, strong-minded as uh, Scherzer, see how early they take him out of a game, given what happened yesterday in Major League Baseball. This is from uh, Todd Bubba Horowitz. A British pound, a little British pound conversion, because we were talking about the uh, Saudi tour, uh, Jeff. British pound, 1.30 to 1.0. So Yeah, I was uh, I was only about two and a half years behind schedule on that, Gil. Yeah, Las Vegas Chris texting in. He goes, uh, tell, he said, tell Jeff $1 by 77 cents of a British pound. Uh, all, all kinds of conversions here. This is uh, from uh, Primetime. Hey, if you're uh, talking money conversion with the Saudi golf earnings, you need to get the uh, currency translator from Primetime Action, Matt Brown, on the show. No offense, Jeff Parles. This is from uh, Mile High David. Life is a long time. Oh, talking about the, the threat 
that the PGA Tour made for anybody who, who joins the Saudi League. Life is a long time. What if the Saudi Tour goes bankrupt or otherwise fails? Well, I mean, well, I guess I guess we would see how petty the PGA Tour would become at that point with some of these guys who jump ship. And this is from uh, EZPKNS2. By definition, a professional golfer is one who plays for money. The big question, will the Saudi-backed league last, or is it just a flash-in-the-pan experiment? But again, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. But it is a, it's a fascinating story that some of these guys are willing to take that risk anyway. Clint Steely, at least in short term, it seems like Lefty's initial firestorm comments is a favor to the PGA Tour, don't you think? Absolutely. If guys like DJ and Bryson DeChambeau did a U-turn on it, then 100% in the short term, it's a uh, it's a good thing for the PGA Tour. But like I said, you know, I'm just trying to think of equivalents in our, in our lifetime when the original USFL, not this version this weekend, but when the original USFL happened in the early 80s, you know, all these great college players were lured over there, Herschel Walker being chief among them. But by the time the USFL disbanded, I mean, there was like a massive influx of players into the NFL that would have been NFL players for years that ended up being key cogs to Super Bowl teams. The Jim Kellys of the world. Super Bowl champions like Gary Clark for Washington. All these, I mean, Ricky Sanders. All these guys were USFL players. So you just, you do wonder, because you have that sort of in your muscle memory from so many years ago, you wonder if we'll ever see another sport have that happen. Obviously, golf and football are not the same thing, uh, but we'll see. We'll see if it uh, becomes that contentious. Jason Weingarten, ladies and gentlemen, from under a cloud of smoke somewhere in Southern California now. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Spreadopedia. How you doing, Jason? Pretty good, pretty good. How's it going? Going very well. Uh, we didn't get a chance to talk to you the, the, the final days before, or yeah, we did, the day before baseball season started. Did you add any last-minute bets before the season started? Uh, probably. I mean, I bet so much stuff, I I don't even know what got bet when at this point. And I, I haven't even finished updating my uh, my sheet of spreadsheet full of futures from the last week. So, yeah, there's there's more stuff coming in still. I just wouldn't wouldn't necessarily be able to tell you exactly what it was. How many? How many have you been betting early baseball first five days of the season? Have you been betting it rampantly? Have you have you done it very cautiously? What have you bet if you have? I bet a couple a couple games a day. For example, today I bet I bet the Mariners. That was that was my main bet. I bet the Twins. I think I got plus one fifty five on the Twins. Uh, I bet that's smaller just because it was a, uh, such a quick turnaround from the uh, from the late late game last night. I expect Dodgers probably play a backup lineup, but you know, with the Dodgers, the backup lineup is is still better than most teams' lineup. But I got 155 there on the Twins today. Mariners and Twins, Jason's bets today. Uh, are you betting any first innings? Have you been yet? Yeah, yeah, I bet those. I've been betting those pretty. Uh, Pretty strongly, uh, you know, nothing, nothing really changes there for me. Probably saw me ranting on on Twitter about them this weekend. If if you see people telling you to bet the no score, you you have a good idea that somebody's leading you down the wrong path. <laughs> That's right. This is this is so. Jason and I have talked about first inning bets for years and years on this show, and it's always interesting to see how people decide the right way to bet first innings is. But that's that's a great North Star, what you just said. Repeat what you just said. 
if somebody is telling you to bet no score first innings, they are probably leading you down the wrong path. It's, it's kind of to me, it's, it's one of the major red flags in baseball uh, gambling media and when people are creating content. The other one being uh, when somebody says, oh, the money line's too too heavy, so I'm going to lay minus one and a half. So when I see people say stuff like that, it, it just triggers my sort of red flag, and I say, oh, I don't have to listen to anything else this person's saying because they're clearly clueless. Yeah, it's well, and it's also one of those things where, it's, again, it's like, how do, I, how do I put this delicately? You can't land on sports betting, and you can't land on betting baseball and think that you know what you're doing in a week or in a month or in a, in a season. You just can't, right? Like, you have to do this for years and years, or hopefully, if you listen to the right media, right, and the right sources, then that actually truncates that amount, that, that, that actually shortens that amount of time and that arc that takes you to, to kind of get on the right path with that kind of stuff. So, I mean, hopefully, if people, yeah. if people listen to the Wide World of Weingarten podcast, hopefully that, that arc shortens. Yeah, I mean, I'm always trying to teach people to, to be smarter and to, to, to think about how they bet. And, I mean, it, like you said, baseball is this kind of thing that you're going to probably need some experience to get better at it. And, you know, you, you can either learn and get better and realize that it's it's a sport that, that you need to, to learn more about, or you can just keep doing the wrong thing and lighting your money on fire, you know, it's, yeah, you'll, you'll figure it out one one way or the other pretty quickly. Let me ask you about something I brought up earlier on the show, which is, okay, last night, most pitches by any starting pitcher was 89. Deepest any starting pitcher got into a game was five and two-third innings. Now, we know that's because, largely, because of a shortened spring training. And so these guys are on pitch counts. And, again, I am a little surprised that it's all 30 teams, but, okay, it's all 30 teams that have decided to employ this with, I guess, the, 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 the names that were out there yesterday, the players, the pitchers that were pitching yesterday happened to be that confluence of events, and so that's what ended up resulting yesterday. And my question moving forward is, is, okay, that's great here in the short term. Surely this will be loosened up for a lot of guys. But do you think there will be some clubs who will just say to themselves, you know what, actually, this little uh, thing that we've done here, we actually think this is the best way for us to, to manage this moving forward. Do you think that will be more than a, a handful of clubs that will decide on that? I think eventually you'll see most, most of these guys ramp up to full workloads. And the reality is that most years starting pitchers, you know, the back end of their workload is still going to be better than your relievers. You know, the reason that guys are relievers is because they're not, they're not good enough to start, essentially. So um, I think we're going to see more starters starting to go deep. I don't, I don't think we're going to see this as a, a sort of a pattern or anything, unless, like, you know, you get some guys, some teams that love using openers and yeah. try to shorten starts. But in general, no, you're, you're going to get the best production out of your starters, and a lot of times you're going to want your starters to go as, as long as possible. My, predi- my prediction is there will be more than one team, probably less than five, that will decide to do this, though, moving forward, which will be a development, right? If three or four teams do it, it will be a development, but we'll see on that. What else are you betting? What else Are you betting golf? Are you betting other things? The NFL draft? How involved uh, do you get in that? 
I was betting golf, obviously, last week with the Masters. Um, I had Rory 376-1 to one on uh, Sunday morning, so I got, oh. got my money's worth there. Yes, you I don't did. Think, I don't think he ever really got a, got a shot, but, you know, it was a fun bet for a, a Masters that was kind of out of hand at that point. Um, no golf for me this week. I didn't do the RBC, and I don't think there's a Euro event this week. If there was, I totally slipped my attention. And then uh, you said the draft. I bet uh, Derek's, uh, Derek's uh, what's his name, Stingley, Stingle, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the cornerback from LSU. I bet him under 12 and a half. Um, that was my favorite draft bet. But other than that, not a... Not a ton of draft stuff either. I haven't I haven't seen the markets really uh, pop up this week as as they have in the past. Uh, under under twelve and a half. I'll say I have Stingley first cornerback at plus two eighty. I may add that one as well. The one that you just mentioned. Um, okay, and then the the last thing I wanted to ask you here, in terms of the wide world of Wine Garden, how often are you putting it out, and are you giving your baseball picks on there on a daily basis? Uh, so it hasn't it hasn't been out for for a couple of days since I got back from Vegas because uh, I came back from Vegas a little under the weather and I'm still still dealing with that. But uh, it will be out every day, you know, probably by Monday, if not by the end of the week. I'll, I'll be doing daily episodes all baseball season. Uh, just just hasn't happened this week because, like I said, I've. Did not come back from Vegas a hundred percent, unfortunately. It was it, uh, it, it was a, it was a full contact sport, Bet Bash too. So I understand. I understand. But it will it will be every day. It, it's it's plan is every day. It's just got to get healthy again. All right, Jason, get healthy. We appreciate the time, my man. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon, Jason Weigard at Spreadopedia. Brady Cannon next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, 
You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. The NFL draft is right here in Las Vegas, and we'll have extensive coverage, including mock drafts from Matt Humans, Michael Lombardi, former NFL GM. He'll give his draft analysis. He'll be in town as well. VSIN host Mike Pritchard, who's a first round pick, Sean King, Super Bowl winning champ. They'll give you insights on who you can bet on and legendary sports broadcaster and voice of the Raiders. Brent Musburger, give his draft best bets in our NFL draft betting guide. Sign up today to get full access to VEASAN through the NFL draft for only $19 at VEASAN.com slash spring. It's Gil Alexander, ladies and gentlemen, as is the case each and every Wednesday here on the show. We are uh, blessed to have Brady Cannon in studio, the co-host of the greatest golf betting show there ever was, Long Shots. You... Brady, first of all, welcome. How are you? You're good? I'm great. Sorry. Good to be back. Didn't mean to say, didn't mean to not say hello. Bad form on my part. Um, you are a former Super Contest winner, but you don't bet the NFL draft. Now, I love the draft, and I've said this before. I almost love the draft more than I love the regular season of football. I, I, <laughs> Me too. I just it's the greatest. It's so fun. I love seeing these college kids get excited. I love the strategy, watching how these teams try to build their team for the coming season. It's Christmas for adults. Yeah, I, I really love it, but I've never gotten into the betting angle of it yet, and maybe I will this year. I don't know. Um, you know, I think there's some easy money to be made in betting the draft, but I just haven't gotten to that part of it yet. I've loved the draft for decades. Shout out to William Hill and stations for putting up draft props here in town. Everybody else, you wouldn't even know there's a draft here in town. And it's coming up awful quick. You would think because it's right here in town, there would be a bigger menu from the local books. One would think. And I know they've taken a hit on it in years past. Yes, they have. So they're a little bit reluctant, uh, reluctant, I believe, to put out a wide menu. But you would think with it here in this town, they're going to want some handle on it, and you would think that they would put out a bigger menu. The thing about that is just from a business perspective, right, you, you got to give you got to give the customers something, right? Mm-hmm. You got to – and they'll – by the way, they'll reinvest, quote, unquote, that money sure. back at your book, right? To, to not offer that, it just seems like it's just such a – it's just a poor short-term it, – it's a, it's a short-term decision that, that torpedoes the long-term. I believe you got to bring Chrissy in to talk about it. And oh, he, what his he, plan. he hates the draft. Oh, I know he does. Yeah, but but I think he's almost forced to offer a wider menu. Yeah, right. But he he gets it. I mean, he understands. Like it's it's to me, it's just you, you curry favor that way. You can't like like for instance the the tiger props right mm-hmm. that Circa put out. Those are they're not going to make money on those right. It was just a fun thing. And it's like, hey, look, you know, this is fun props. It's going to get a lot of buzz. They understood that it's like, you know, what's what's the business term? Lost leader. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's it's you do that in business, 
for for a longer term good. But yeah, what do I know? Bro? They may have taken a what loss because Tiger made the cut. Obviously, he finished lower than fifty seven and a half. That mm-hmm. that was their number. I know they certainly lost those two bets, but. You were part of a master's draft. Now, Las Vegas, the great Las Vegas Chris. Yeah, of course he me. chimed in. He chimed in because. Contest the, Chris. <laughs> Contest Chris. He texted, goes, ask Brady about the master's draft, which immediately is his tell that he won it, right? Did he win it? couple sharp guys. Yeah. Uh, Chris, Las Vegas Chris won it, and Paul Stone finished second. And third place, not a couple of dummies either. Vinny Malulo and uh, Nick Bogdanovich teamed up, and they they actually had Scotty Scheffler, so they won the outright winner. And they, we drafted seven players, and your low three, the cumulative score of your low three was how you would finish first, second, or third. Chris was first. Paul Stone was second. Paul Stone had Cameron Smith, and. Uh, and Vinny and Nick finished third. They had Scotty Scheffler. And, and the big pick. Wait, explain that again. Your low three. Yeah, so you draft seven players, uh-huh. and it's your low three. You, you, you have to have three make the cut mm-hmm. to qualify for the weekend. And then it's the low cumulative score of your, of your top three. I see. Okay. And uh, Chris had uh, Rory. He had Cameron Champ, which was a nice pick. And he had uh, his very last pick, his seventh round pick, was Charles Schwartzel who ended up Ooh, finishing even par. Nice. So that was a big deal. Yeah, Cameron Champ was a heck of a pick, too, in the end. Yes, and I yeah. knew Rory was a good pick. I wanted him, and Chris was about two draft spots ahead of me, and he snatched him. So let's, let's talk about guys like Rory and JT, because I was making the case early this week, and I'm, I'm curious where you fall on this, where Rory shot a 64, you know, eight under 64, matching the final round record at the Masters, final final uh, round, I should say, yeah, final round record at the Masters, 64, uh, JT had a big day. Uh, JT was actually overcoming really a bad first round, mm-hmm. but but Rory had that great day on Sunday. No pressure on him really, sure. right? And I was making the case that to me, Scotty Scheffler feels different than the Rory, DJ, Kepka, JT guys who, like at their best, are super spectacular, phenomenal. Agreed. But Scheffler just feels and very obviously steady, right? Very steady. Four wins in 57 days. It just feels like this has, I'm not saying he's Tiger, right? There's no one ever going to be like Tiger. But I'm just saying compared to those guys, he seems like a different animal to me. Unflappable. Yes. Um, you know, he said he cried his eyes out that morning. Like, why am I here? I don't deserve to be leading the Masters. What you an know? admission, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. And, and and very human, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we would maybe all kind of break down like that, but obviously he collected himself and put together a great round. As far as his game, he's really improved his approach play and his short game. He's always been a tremendous driver of the golf ball, very long and very accurate. And uh, that has really carried him to success. And then he's been able to, you know, improve his short game and his approach game, like I say. And obviously here in 2022, he's put it all together. I brought up this. uh, We'll get to the RBC in your picks here. RBC Heritage at Hilton Head. One of your favorite spots. And that explains your hat today, yes, by the way. Yes, wore my hat. Last year, or last week, we were wearing the green jacket, of course. You and won it, and you won the green jacket in what year? 85. Because everybody remembers Jack in 86, <laughs> and they forget about me. But I was actually, I put the jacket on Jack that year. <laughs> Go did. back and look at the tape. Let's look at the tape on that. that I Brady? look a lot like Bernard Longer, but... <laughs> 
It was me. All right. And this hat is because they give the, for, for winning this tournament. Yeah, this you get week, this hat. last week, of course, they hand out the green jacket. This week, they give out a tartan plaid jacket. Oh, of course they do. And uh, a couple plaid. summers ago, I was lucky enough to play Harbor Town, and so I got myself a hat. Great Man. course. God, what a course. Awesome. Just All really up and awesome. down South Carolina, by the way. Beautiful courses. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so before we get to that, I also brought up this other thing earlier on the show, which I've gotten more tweets about that segment than anything this morning, which is this story about the Saudi Golf League. And I'm curious where you come down on this, because we talked about it a little on, on primetime last night, but I talked about it for about five minutes this morning, which is this is fascinating, right? This is, this is seven events, seven events, each of which has a bigger purse than any of the PGA's majors, mm-hmm. right? So this is just a flow of cash. And you have Lee Westwood, Ian Poulter, Kevin Na, Bubba Watson are, I don't know if confirmed, but rumored to be making the move. And the threat from the PGA, the PGA and the European tours got together and said, anybody who joins this tour, subject to suspension, subject to a ban. And so it's fascinating to me that these guys are willing to take that risk. Obviously, it's they're going for the bag, as the kids say. Right. Um, so it makes sense in that respect. And who, uh, on one hand, uh, and I'm not making judgment here. I'm not casting judgment on the one hand, who could blame them? Right. Um, on the other hand, this will, this will become dicey if it was previously rumored that DJ and DeChambeau were going to do this, but then the Mickelson thing happened and they did a U-turn. But if it, if it ends up being a bigger name like that, right. And, and Greg Norman's point, who's running it, Greg Norman's point is, if, like, the 350th ranked player in the world jumps over to our tour and wins this huge purse, he's probably right that some other big, you know, not elite golfer, but let's say second-tier golfer, I don't know, Coke Rack has been mm-hmm. brought up, right? right? Let's just use a guy like that. One of those guys will be like, what am I doing here? I could be making tons of cash for my family. I'm willing to risk this. I think it's fascinating, and especially, by the way, Brady, I'll let you talk. The, the, if it's a young guy, like if it's a, and I'll just throw out names, right? If it's a Morikawa, if it's a Cam Smith, if one of those guys ends up doing it, this is going to be fascinating. Well, I think the big question is, you talk about the PGA Tour and the European Tour, the DP World Tour. Uh, the question is, will they be banned from major championships? Because if you can't play in the Masters and the U.S. Open, the British and the PGA, right. uh, I would think that's a bigger thing than jumping for the cash. Uh, now, nice. now a guy like Lee Westwood, his his sure. chance to win a major is probably gone. Yeah, he's got plenty of money. Why not go get more? Right. Um, is it that big a deal to a Lee Westwood to play on the PGA nope. Tour or the European Tour? Probably and, not. And probably not that big a deal to the PGA Tour either, right? They're like, oh, sure. go ahead, Lee Westwood. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and like you say, a guy that's ranked 200th in the world or whatever. Sure, I can understand that as well, but. You know, a guy like a DJ or a Morikawa, you know, the heart of the PGA Tour, if that ban includes that they can't play in majors, forget about it. Right. So if so, if the people at Augusta say to Bubba, Bubba, I know you won your two Masters. but uh, Well, right. And that's another thing. And you do you really think Phil here. pulled out of the Masters by his own accord? Oh, no. no. There was totally a back-end right. conversation so, there. Phil, and, maybe you sit this one out. Exactly. And, and by the way, he and Tiger did uh, – put their entries in for the U.S. Open. 
Yeah. Oh, so Tiger is. I have a bet on Tiger, by the way. We can get to oh, in the next one. Oh, let's get one. to that. Brady's all in on Tiger. I so I, I think Phil might be back uh, at the Country Club in Massachusetts. Okay, we'll talk about that. We'll get your RBC picks. Brady Cannon in studio, co-host of Long Shots with Wes Reynolds, Matt Humans, greatest golf betting show there ever was. Coming back on a numbers game at Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Gil Alexander on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Back on the numbers game here at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app. It's Gil Alexander. Uh, we get tweets at Made in the Book, Johnny Millionaire. Uh, he says, uh, I'm happy to be on the opposite side of Jason on the Twins today. Paddock has been batting practice of late, and the Dodgers are intimately familiar with him. Also, one of Jason's reasons was Dodgers lineup, only Will Smith sitting. Uh, Corbin. Not sure if you asked Jason about the, uh, he says this Quan guy. He's talking about Stephen Quan of the Guardians uh, from the uh, Guardians. And if he's a good bet to take this early for Rookie of the Year, he looks really good, but the numbers are crashing. I see him at plus 680 right now. Jason actually responds by saying, I wouldn't bet him under 10 to 1. Uh, Scott, for some reason, is congratulating me on the Derek Carr deal. Uh, I do not get any of Derek Carr's money. But uh, you're a Raiders guy. You like that? Four years, $121 million for Derek Carr. Well, three, I, three years. Yeah, three years. Pardon me. Three years. I, I, I like million. that they have shown the support and, you know, confirming that he's their guy because there was some speculation for a while. And, you know, I, I grew up a 49er fan. You and you live in the Bay Area. I, I grew up in the Bay Area and I grew up a 49er fan, um, but I've never disliked the Raiders. And now that our that they are our hometown team, I want to see them have success. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, this next season has a lot of hope. I, I like the second go-around for Josh McDaniel. You know, Bill Belichick needed a couple go-arounds before he became Bill Belichick, yes, right? And, uh, you know, Josh McDaniel didn't exactly fail in Denver, but but it didn't go well. And, um, you know, he's had, what, another 10 years of experience, it seems, since then, eight years or so. Um, and, and I like how they've kind of adopted this Patriots business model uh, over here at Allegiant Stadium. Uh, I think that, you know, that can't be a bad thing. Um I, I like what the, I mean, Devontae Smith is fantastic. So you, you got to like the pass rush, Max Crosby. And I'll put you on the spot. What do you think is the finishing order of teams in the best division in football on paper, the AFC West? That, that's a really tough one. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if the Broncos won it. I wouldn't be surprised if the Raiders won it. I Let me put it this way. I don't think it's going to be the Chiefs. I have the, uh, to me, the best season win total bet is the Chiefs under. I, I hit that last year, yeah. and that was kind of easy money. I mean, they got off to a really poor start. They have been so high. You you know how this is when we start getting into football season and we talk about, you know, the seesaw that is the NFL and, and the regression. The Chiefs had climbed the mountain so high for three seasons in a row, they just had to fall back a little bit, and it certainly showed up in the first half of the season. It's it's, it's going to be fascinating. It's going to be fascinating how the Chiefs are without Tyreek. It's going to be fascinating how Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are without Devontae. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll find out just Will they how... draft him a receiver? <laughs> oh, they've got to. Like, I mean, Stations has props of teams, you know, what position will they draft first, but they won't include the Packers because wow. the Packers, I think, are so much of a lock at wide receiver. There's probably not a price they can put up that, that we've wouldn't said bet. that for years though, and they draft Jordan Love. Could you, you know? imagine if they didn't if they didn't draft a, a wide out this time? I, I could I could imagine. I'd almost want to <laughs> bet that way because you could get a nice price. <laughs> Maybe they'll draft another quarterback, Brady. Who knows? Just a 
make him more angry. All right, your Tiger bet is, I think we can probably guess, but your Tiger bet is. It's not for the PGA Championship, but I did bet him to win the Open Championship, which is at the old course at St. Andrews this year. And I got 50 to 1, and I thought that was a pretty fair price because what I saw Tiger do at Augusta, I thought him making the cut was a good bet because he was only going to have to play decent golf and walk 36 holes on his fragile body. And he was able to do that. And I think he showed us all that the golf game is still there. It's the physical aspect that is in question. So at St. Andrews, he's got another three months to heal physically. And if he was 55, 60% of his normal self at Augusta, maybe he's 85% at St. Andrews. This is a course he's won at twice before. Augusta National is extremely hilly with all kinds of elevation change. Very difficult to walk for four days. He proved he could do that. St. Andrews is as flat as flat can be. Mm -hmm. It won't be difficult to walk. Again, another course that he's won at twice before. If you look at Tiger's career, he's basically dominated six or eight courses, and that's pretty much the bulk of his, his history. St. Andrews is one of those. St. Andrews also has a great correlation to success at Augusta National. Nick Faldo, Zach Johnson, Tiger Woods have won at both Augusta and St. Andrews. Jason Day, Mark Leishman, Louis Oosthuizen have contended at both Augusta and St. Andrews. Louis, of course, has won at St. Andrews. So um, I think it makes a lot of sense. And like I say, I thought 50 to 1 was pretty decent. He showed me that he probably has the ability to win on a golf course in full health at a course that he's very comfortable at. So, so that's what I was going to ask you. Do you think we've reached, so now post-accident, have we reached the phase where Tiger is is essentially going to cherry pick golf courses where it's going to be he's going to play the Masters every year, right? The ultimate horse for a course, Tiger mm-hmm. Woods at Augusta, the Open Championship, which is on Lynx courses, right? Specifically this year, specifically for sure, St. Andrews for sure, but maybe others as well. Right. We'll see. And and do you think he can he can he can win it? Obviously, you do. You bet on him. But I mean, might we see that version of him from here on out? I think so. He, he might play. I mean, the courses that he's dominated throughout his career, Torrey Pines, Bay Hill, Mirfield Village, the Memorial. He'll do the all-star tour. So yeah. basically when you go to like a buffet and you get all the stuff and then you're like, oh, well, these are the ones I like. I'm just going to go back. And these get are the ones those. I get every time. These are the ones I dominate he's, every he's, year. He's going to play a golf buffet for him, for himself. I, I think so. Point. Yeah. Just came up with that. And 50 to one. You know, not too shabby. Not too shabby. All right, before the break here, let's get your RBC outrights. This is the RBC Heritage at Hilton Head, uh, which I know you uh, you love so much. That explains your hat. Harbortown Golf Links. And this is a really uh, sneaky good tournament here one week after the Masters. Oh, the field is really good. Yeah. Half of the top 10, half of the top 50. 25 out of the top 50, 5 out of the top 10. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I did go with uh, a couple of the short shots. I took Patrick Cantlay. Uh, in his first three visits to Hilton Head, he finished third, seventh, and third. Uh, he's 12th in the field for strokes gained approach, second in par four scoring from 400 to 450 yards. That is the the length of the bulk of the par fours at Harbortown. 17th on tour and strokes gained around the greens. Uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick at 22 to one. He calls this as one of his favorite courses in the world. Great iron player, great short game, has a top five and two top 15s at this course. Chris Kirk at 64 to one. Uh, he really checks the boxes on the correlated courses. He's won at Colonial. He's won at Sea Island. 
He was seventh here at Harbortown last year. He has three top fives at the Sony Open at YLA. Uh, that's another correlated course for me. Uh, he is 11th on tour in strokes gained around the greens and really good recent form, too, with a fifth at Bay Hill and a seventh at the Honda. I took Brian Harmon at 75 to 1, and I actually saw him at Circa this morning at like 82 or 83, so even a better number available there on Brian Harmon. Great history at Sawgrass, another Pete Dye design, another correlated course for me. He's got three top 10s there, two top 10s and a top 15 here at Harbortown. Uh, finished third at the American Express, which you get a Pete Dye course for two of the four rounds there, fifth at the Valspar. Great short game for Harmon. Kevin Streelman at 90 to 1. He has won the Travelers before. Again, another Pete Dye course. Has a second place finish at Sawgrass. Three top tens here at the uh, Harbor Town. Fourth in the field for Greens in regulation and 14th in strokes gained approach. Russell Knox, another great ball striker specialist, 21st in the field in greens and regulation, got him at 93 to 1. Uh, he finished sixth at the Players this year and seventh at the Sony. And look at the run Russell Knox was on from 2014 to 2017 here at Harbortown. Finished ninth, 18th, second, and 11th. So hopefully he resumes that kind of run. And then my big long shot, you know, Wes Reynolds every week has one play where he kind of likes to go down Narrative Street, you know, right? <laughs> and now for a stroll down Narrative Street. And this is a little bit one of mine here. Doug Gim at 150 to 1. Maybe he's inspired by his former Texas Longhorn teammate, Scotty Scheffler. Uh, Doug Gim has actually missed the cut in four out of his last five starts. But that one tournament that he made the cut was a sixth place finish at Sawgrass. He had a great run at Sawgrass last year as well. Again, that's a correlated course for me. Uh, he does have uh, good finishes at Colonial and here at Harbortown in the past. So I think this is his type of course uh, that he could flourish on. So it took a shot with him at 150 to 1. And then three matchups for you, Gil. Patrick Cantley, uh, minus 135 over Dustin Johnson. Billy Horschel, minus 135 over Jordan Spieth. And Kevin Na, minus 110 over Kevin Kisner. So fading Jordan Spieth, I was going to ask about him because he doesn't typically play this tournament right after the Masters. Not a whole lot. His last yeah. two trips here, he finished like 54th and 68th. Um, Is you know, he hasn't been in great form really ever since he finished second at Pebble Beach back in February. I'm sure this, I guess that he was scheduled to play here anyway. I was going to ask, is this because he's playing so, but like he had such a bad showing at the Masters, but I guess he had this scheduled no matter what. I, I would assume so. Yeah. And, you know, I it, I think it's such a great landing spot, just such a soft, comfortable resort spot for these guys, less than 150 miles away from Augusta. Such a nice place to maybe kind of unwind after that grind of a major championship. For sure. Stick around for the last segment. Okay. Brady Cannon. Brady Cannon wearing, it, it depends what golf tournament it is. He's got a, you know, a clothing item of some kind to uh, represent that golf tournament. Today it's the hat. I'll be wearing my beads from New Orleans next week as we go to the Zurich Classic. <laughs> Is that the uh, Matt Brown long shots it's appearance? Matt Brown spot on long shots. Like I said, the when, LSU grad. when they have a PGA Tour stop at Rock Creek Park, I'm your guy. <laughs> Coming back on a numbers game at Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Skill Alexander, Brady Cannon, kind enough to uh, hang out with us here. Uh, Jeff Parlay as well. Uh, we do get tweets at Beating the Book. Want to go through uh, some of these as well. This is from this is from tired guy. Surprised to learn that Foghorn Leghorn is now the president of Augusta Gill. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. This is from the Truth nineteen eighty. He's a great cartoon character, wasn't he? I say, I say, boy. He said the Truth nineteen eighty. Gill, I almost drove off the road when I heard your Southern gentleman accent. You sounded like Foghorn Leghorn from my childhood. I say, I say, that's a mighty fine accent. Lol. It's actually my imitation of the late, of the late. Uh, William Hootie Johnson, uh-huh. who yeah. used to run Augusta, right. who sounded just like that. 
Yep, yep. Phil, why don't you sit this one out? <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. Cool to see Tom Watson hit a ceremonial T-shirt yeah. this year, right? See, it meant a lot to him, you could tell. Yeah. Gary yeah. Player. He deserves that, that spot. He does. Gary Player won uh, two Masters, right? 77 and 81, I believe. I think you're right. I, I yeah. was going to say three, but I think it is two. Uh, Bruce Dobigan, want to see the PGA Tour restraint of trade challenged in court if they uh, try to do something here with the uh, Saudi. Uh, Las Vegas, Las Vegas 514. Yo, no way. Rock Creek Golf Course, only good Rock Creek uh, is the soda, especially the strawberry soda. For those who don't know the reference I was making, Brady, on a long shots, you decided to uh, to have as a guest someone who is regionally specific to the golf course that a PGA tour. We try was, to do that. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't work for every single tournament, but certainly at least half of them, we probably have a guy that has some local knowledge, which, yeah. you know, we feel provides some insight to the, to the viewer and the listener. Chris Felica always does the travelers for us uh, right there in Cromwell, Connecticut, not far from ESPN headquarters, uh, for example. Right. Yeah. So uh, Matt Brown, of course, being uh, an LSU graduate, he does the new Orleans tournament for us. <laughs> And so on, but yeah. Uh, yeah so when so you, the PGA so, Tour stops at Rock Creek, you're our guy. That's that's what I'm saying. So, <laughs> so Brady will schedule these five months in advance. So those who grew up in D.C., Rock Creek is like this this golf course in the middle of the city, and like the fourth hole is this the majestic fourth hole, as I like to call it, which is basically a square piece of grass where the holes on the opposite side of the diamond. When you come up like the ninth hole, you have old men sitting on the bench critiquing your game. <laughs> that's right. You know, that's rock Creek. So for those specific to that, that would be an awesome. I'd love for that, that to uh, be a thing, obviously joking on that uh, basketball. We'll start. We'll, we'll end today. How we started, which is about the NBA, the play-ins last night. Again, uh, last night, in case you missed it, Brooklyn wins by seven. Cleveland does cover the spread. Brooklyn becomes the seventh seed, best of seven series with the Celtics. That series price is all over the place uh, with the Celtics as high as a minus 145 favorite in some spots and faraway places here in Vegas, kind of minus 135-ish. But they started as a dog, the Celtics did when DraftKings first released it. So for those who got that number on the Celtics, I'm all about it. I don't think the Nets get through here. Uh, and then in the nightcap, in a game where the inside the NBA crew did such a great job, first of all, eviscerating uh, Chris Finch for leaving Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Johnson in the game in the first half so that Cat could get four fouls. Cat probably committed about eight fouls in that game. Four fouls in the first half. He eventually fouled out. Terrible game for him. Uh, Anthony Johnson got three. But, but because of Johnson and D'Angelo Russell, uh, excuse me, Anthony Edwards. Who did I say? I'm sorry. Anthony Edwards and D'Angelo Russell. Uh, Anthony Edwards and D'Angelo Russell did such a great job last night for the T-Wolves. Came from 10 points back in the fourth quarter. T-Wolves win at 109-104. They become the seventh seed officially. They will take on the Grizzlies in a best-of-seven series in the first round. The Grizzlies, north of a $3 favorite in that series. I am not touching that. But we'll see what kind of irritant uh, Patrick Beverly can be. Uh, John Morant crew in that game, in that series, I should say. Tonight is the 9-10s. So the, loser, the, the the quirky, weird thing about the NBA play-in, which is no longer called a tournament, but is the play-in games, last night's losers, namely the Cavaliers and the Clippers, they're not done. They are awaiting to play the winners of tonight's game, to, uh, excuse me, Friday night, in what will be the game to be the eighth seed and for the opportunity to play the respective number one seeds in the Eastern and Western Conference, the Heat and the Suns. So tonight we have to get through the 9-10s, which is in the East. First game tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. The Hawks, five-and-a-half-point favorites now. Wow, up to five-and-a-half against the Hornets. This, Jeff, for me, is not a pre-flop bet, but this feels like 
the most in-game activity one could possibly hope for. Talk and about this feels like a game where you could end up with plus numbers yes. on both sides pretty easily. Pretty easily. Because these teams love a good run and a good run against them, it seems. So that's how I'll be playing this one. And then the nightcap, which is the 9-10 game in the West, Spurs and the Pelicans, still no Zion for the Pelicans. Uh, but the great Deontay Murray, who for those who have missed him, he should be the most improved player, by the way. He should be the MIP. Deontay Murray's, like, advance in all kinds of statistical categories, dragging a team that was trying to tank into the play-in situation for the Spurs, uh, you know, after having, by the way, uh, reconstructive knee surgery, too, uh, earlier in his career. I mean, just a great story. But the Pelicans are five-and-a-half-point favorites. C.J. McCollum, uh, ever since he come over, they're really, you know, just absolutely a boon for that team. Uh, Pelicans are sneaky good, so I, I we'll see. I'm not touching this one. If I was forced to, I would take the points, quite frankly, with the Spurs, but I'm not touching you. No play in this game. I, I, I will be prepared if New Orleans wins tonight to take them getting points in L.A. on Friday night against the Clippers. Yeah, so Friday night, then again, remember, the winners of tonight will take on the Clippers and the Cavaliers, the losers of last night's game, for the chance to be the eighth seed to take on the Heat and the Suns, respectively, per conference. Brady, you have any basketball picks at all, or any basketball bets, rather, I should say? Well, I, I have not made any bets in the postseason just yet. I like the Spurs side catching five and a half. I like the run that they went on towards the end of the year. Obviously, I like the coach on that side. Um, the Pelicans seem a little volatile to me. Uh, so I would probably take the five and a half with San Antonio. The one NBA bet that you and I share, we yes. both made before the season started. I took the Warriors to win it all. A bet that I've completely forgotten about, by the way. But yes, I have. Looked that. like a really good bet yeah. to start the season. Mm -hmm. Now the Warriors have kind of stumbled to the finish line. But I got it at 11 to 1. That's still a good number. And you and I were talking about this off air. I think the Suns have benefited from Chris Paul's injury. He gets some time off to rest for the postseason. I think the Warriors have probably been a beneficiary of that in terms of Draymond Green was out for an extended period of time. And now Steph Curry has been out for a while. And you know how it is in today's NBA. These guys need rest, apparently. And, uh, uh, you know, Steph Curry and Draymond Green getting extended periods of rest. Um, I think the Warriors will be ready. And, boy, does Clay Thompson look ready for the postseason. Clay Thompson looks like the Clay, looks like vintage Clay. But it, it is impossible to talk about that subject without sounding like I'm a 1,000 years old, right? It's like, because <laughs> I, I was me. I went through the whole Jordan thing. You were talking about who did that? 80, you know, how many times he played 82 games. It's just, it's a funny thing from generation to generation how now it's like, oh, load management. Of course you'd want to rest players. But like we, I mean, there were so many players back in the day. This, top 10 players who played, ready for this? Let's go through this all time. Otis Thorpe played nine 82 game seasons. Derek Fisher, nine. Andre Miller, nine. Mark Jackson played nine 82 game seasons. Wow. Gary, Gary Payton went 82 games nine times. Michael Jordan went 82 games nine times. Randy Smith did it 10 times. Carl Malone did it 10 times. AC Green did it 14 times. And John Stockton did it 16 times. And Malone was a guy that took a beating down low, yes. too. Wow. So Stockton and Malone yeah, were both just, they never missed An a game. An onslaught. And and so Kelly Bidlin, who's the producer, producer of uh, Primetime Action, he's like, wasn't that stupid? Like, it's funny looking at it from a younger generation standpoint. They're like, shouldn't you have wanted to, to, to do load management? And, you know, part of me is like, well, you, you might be right, but it just, we didn't think that way. Can you imagine what they would have thought if, uh, you know, Jerry Sloan rested Stockton and Malone one night or something and, and did it, you know, every other week? 
Yeah. People would have been going, what's going what, on? What are you doing? This this is relevant, though, because, like, you have the same opinion as Drew Densick, who was on yesterday, who, who I said to him, I go, if, if, Steph, if I told you that Steph Curry was going to miss two games of this series against the Nuggets, would you still bet the Warriors? And I was surprised that he didn't hesitate. He was like, yes, I still would. But his point was, the rest for Steph now, if they do get through that, is going to be a huge benefit for the Warriors moving forward. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Now, didn't you say the price on the Warriors series is about $2? A little more than $2. It's a tough price to lay without Steph, but yeah. I agree with Drew that I think the Warriors can kick this into gear enough. What they, I mean, I think they've won five games in a row now to finish the season, and, and Clay is really coming on. I love the depth that they have with the, lung, uh, with the young guys, Jordan Poole, Gary Payton Jr., um, uh, Moody, Kaminga, Jonathan yeah. Kaminga. I, I, I like, they have a ton of talent on that roster. I, I, I would side with Drew there. Nothing more beautiful than beautiful Warriors basketball. Oh, you got that right. NBA playoffs could be awesome. Continues tonight with the 9-10 play-ins. The Lombardi line is next. Thank you, Brady. Appreciate you, you hanging Thank out. Thank you. Lombardi line is next. The great Dave Ross Woo! is your host. Coming up on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening.